Blog Talk Radio. Madden Voice, three, two, one, now. And the Madden Voice, we're here. It's me, Commissioner T. Uh, special Monday night show. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. You know, figure we give people a chance to uh, hang out with a significant other, a companion, a partner, they loved one tomorrow, including the fellas on the show. So uh, we're doing the show there. Plus, the Super Bowl was yesterday. And, uh, you know, we are here tonight. I got uh, the fellows with me. I do not have K-Star. Um, K-Star uh, has uh, has uh, sent us a picture of, of a young lady that he will be spending the week with. Um, I'm, calling, I'm, I'm calling around, and I'm wondering what dating agency he called to hire this woman to spend a week with him. Because that's all I want to know. <laughs> that's all I want to know. Calling around. I'm calling down to Jacksonville. Like y'all got a y'all got a blonde. She actually she's actually kind of cute, and that's why I'm wondering because she's, she's kind of cute. But anyway, K-Star would not be with us. But as you can hear with the laughter, Doctor Train and JB, the voice of reason, is here, gentlemen. We are one day after the Super Bowl. Welcome back to the Madden Voice. Hey, good to be back. Hey. Yeah, the Yeah. Yeah. So um. So, you know, hopefully K-Star's having a good time. <laughs> um, I'm going to get to his. He made a post about Dak Prescott. Didn't have, to, didn't have the decency to say nothing about it on the show. I had, I had to go to his page and see it. So I'm going to get to that a little bit later. Kind of messed up. We do a football show. You know, and he puts a post out about Dak. Don't say nothing. You know, I know two of his brothers, as he calls us, Cowboy fans, but he, you know he got a little blasphemy out there. But I'm gonna address that a little bit later. So we gonna get we gonna get on a little Mr. K Star a little bit later. But hey, man, great game last night. I'm sure everybody who watched it enjoyed it. I want to talk about it. I want to talk about Mahomes and some some you know things from the show. Hurts. I also want to address some of the things I've seen on social media about the halftime show. And about the singing of uh, what is affectionately known as the Black National Anthem, lift every voice. But before we do that, I want to I want to just get, you know, um, you, what is what you know, and, and you know, in business we have something called an elevator speech, right? And so we teach we teach particularly young aspiring business people to have a thirty second elevator speech if they meet somebody of influence to talk about themselves or their interests or something, but keep it to about 30 seconds because that's generally about all you're going to get, right? And I've been involved with teaching things like that for a very long time. Well, we're not going to do that. <laughs> but what I am going to ask you is in 15 seconds or less, what was, what was the one thing that you walked away from, like one impression from this game? You walked away from thinking, boom, what? What was it? JB, I'll start with you. Uh, the one thing that I was most impressed with was the fact that, and I hate to say it, that Andy Reid truly is a damn good coach to make those adjustments that he made at halftime, and Sirianni really had nothing in response for it. Just goes to show you experience matters. Okay. Jay was impressed with Andy, Andy Reid's coaching adjustments, halftime adjustments. Dr. Train, what you got? One thing. Um. The two young black quarterbacks that played definitely got bright features. It 
so good to see that level of competition. And it comes from two young black quarterbacks being the leaders of their team. Okay. I, could, I, could, I could enjoy watching them play again. Okay. And, and have a different enjoyment than I would, you know, say Peyton Manning and, and, and Tom Brady that I've seen. You know what I'm saying? Right. Okay. Um, love both of those. The young quarterbacks, um, Andy Reid, halftime adjustments. Um, I walked away thinking Dallas better, 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 better step up because Philly ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Hurts ain't going nowhere. And y'all better, y'all better get serious because if you don't get serious, there will be a repeat NFC East division champion for the first time in 20 years if y'all don't wake mm-hmm. up because this team ain't going nowhere and Hurts ain't going nowhere. Much, look, look. I, 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 you know, I was called a hater because I picked the Chiefs. No, I'm not a hater because I picked the Chiefs. I thought the Chiefs were going to win and they won. <laughs> so, no. But I'm not going to ever pick the Eagles because I'm a Cowboys fan. I mean, that's called loyalty. It's not being a hater. What the fuck am I ever pick the Eagles for? Unless they were playing like, you know, I don't even know a team that would have made to the Super Bowl that I would pick the Eagles. So, no, I'm not going to pick them. But I truly believe the Chiefs are going to win and the Chiefs won. But as much as I hate the Eagles as an organization because I hate their fans, so I hate the Eagles. I really, for the first time maybe in my life, I don't know if there's anybody on the team that I don't like. There's always somebody that I can I can find to hate on the Eagles, always somebody. You know, if, if, if Donovan McNabb, uh, T.O. before he came to Dallas, uh, Brian Dawkins, uh, hated Doug Peterson, Chip Kelly, you know, like, there's always somebody that I could hate. And I'm sitting there like, I don't hate anybody on this team. Matter of fact, what did I hate to say? I like Jalen Hurts. He's just a good, he's a good player. I know his story, you know, and how hard he had to work to go from, from just total self-destruction in a national championship game to now playing in a Super Bowl and almost winning. Like, you can't hate that story. You can't hate that guy, no matter how much I love my Cowboys, I can't hate Brian. I can hate the Philly Eagles, though. I'm going to tell you that. I'm going to tell you. But I can't hate on him. <laughs> and, I, and I said to myself, man, I, you know, if Dak Prescott, Dak was there, and we're going to get to Dak a little bit, but he was there. And a Cowboy Jerry Jones and the Cowboys, and I'm just saying, did y'all see what that team did? Did you see what that quarterback did? Okay, what's up? Because y'all don't wake up. We're going to be right back here a year from now, and Dow's going to be sitting home, and Philly's going to be marching through the playoffs. So y'all better, like right now, like y'all should be in your offices this morning talking about, all right, what we going to do? <laughs> this is some bullshit. What we going to do? That's seriously what I said last night when the game was over. That's what I said to myself. I almost came on the air to do a show by myself. Yep. I was so amped up about <laughs> what I saw. I was about to come on here and rip my Cowboys, but I didn't. So, um, so mm. next next question while we're on Mahomes and Hurts. Okay. I mean, this one, you know, you, you, can, you can – I wanted a quick answer on the, on the first question, but this one you can, you can elaborate because I'm curious what both of y'all thought. Who plays the better game? And you can't say we're, we, we, we are men of conviction here on the Madden Boys. So you can't say they were both great. How I hear that, even though we know that they were both great. But I'm asking you both to pick one that you feel like played the better game. And this time I'll start with Dr. Train. Um. Now I'm gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Patrick Mahomes. Um, the battle through the injury, uh, to know that you were down, you know, definitely at least one of your one of your well known well known threats to to be behind 
and and still find a way. And I'm seeing this through the scramble, like, wait, is the ankle hurt or not? What what is what? And just it doesn't matter, you know, who's open. He's finding an open man, and he's he's picking. He's starting to pick them apart as the game just progresses. And no matter how much pressure they put on him, he found a way to get out of that pocket, save himself with a throw to avoid a sack, or just scramble to get yards to avoid a sack. He avoided all negative yards with no turnovers and battling from behind while battling through an injury. I mean, yeah, I I, I would say for that for that for me, he he have the the better game. Okay. Okay. JB, same question. Yeah, you almost get the same response. Uh, Patrick Mahomes for me as well. Uh, to to not turn the ball over, to um, also be almost perfect. I think he had a 99.4 QBR rating, uh, 0 to 100 in, in the second half. Maybe like 13 or 14 or something like that. And to never be sacked the entire game. Obviously, you have to give hats off to the offensive line, but the fact that he is hobbled, he's not 100%, and then that scramble for 26 yards, I believe, uh, on that on that last drive to, to get the field goal, uh, I thought from start to finish, you're right, both played great, but Mahomes was, was the better quarterback last night, and, and he, he showed it. He's um, a step ahead of everybody else and um, racked up a lot of points on a on a supposedly very stout defense. But um, to not get sacked and, and really got 70-some sacks on the season, not get sacked once, and not turn the ball over separates him from, from Hurts from yesterday. I'm going to read what I posted last night um, when somebody said, somebody on my um, post said, uh, this this lady who's a, a old, old friend, uh, we've, we've worked together throughout time very very nice woman i didn't know she was on a football actually which is pretty cool but um she said good game i'm not a chiefs or mahomes fan but all played well i was more impressed with hertz chiefs must spend a lot of time choreographing their touchdown dance moves lol i said hard not to be impressed with hertz but did you see mahomes second half on a bum angle down by 10 legendary so the three of us agree um, which is amazing because we don't always agree. Well, we all agree, but as I was watching different shows, there were so many people that really felt that Hertz, you know, outplayed Mahomes. And I'm like, Hertz played a great game. Don't, don't, let's not get it twisted. But, you know, considering the level of difficulty each faced, and that, as Jay, you, you alluded to it, Mahomes didn't get sacked. By the most, uh, the team that's had the most sacks in the season in NFL history, no sacks, you know, no turnovers, and we all saw the ankle get re aggravated. Now I think the halftime show was probably a blessing, that extra time to kind of let that let that calm down. Whatever was aggravated was probably a blessing, but still. Um, so yeah, I, I, yeah, we agree. I mean, it really, ain't no way, no reason to. Stay on this one, cause <laughs> we agree. Uh, here's our enhanced sports show, buddy, and let me let me bring him in. Hold on, is the sometimes this keyboard? There we go. Hey, enhanced sports show, buddy. What's going on, bro? Thank you. Yeah, I didn't think that you know this game was gonna you know maybe on top uh, last last year's game, but by all by all accounts, it did. I knew it was gonna be a close game, but I didn't think it was you know gonna be able to top. That. But Mahomes stepped in, uh, the Kelsey, uh, Travis stepped in, so uh, they gave it a run for their money. And coming back from 10 down, so uh, you know they really stepped it up in the second half. Just when they thought the Eagles were going to take control. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about both quarterbacks played very well, but we, we kind of feel that Mahomes, based on the level of difficulty he faced, Played right. just a little bit better, just enough to secure that win. 
Mm-hmm. So a great game all around. Good. Glad, 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 glad you enjoyed it. Glad you enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. So now that, now that football season's over, you know, we, we kind of slow down our shows a bit. Um, you know, we'll come back. We'll do something for, uh, you know, the, the, the trade deadline and the free agency and the draft. So we, we have April, but we won't, we, we won't, we will not have a weekly show again for a while. It'll just be pop-up shows. But you cover multiple sports, right? So you, I do, I do. You can you continue on. So let me ask you a question because I still haven't yes. haven't called in yours yet, but I, I will get there. Um, All right. What did you think about the trade, NBA trades that went on with uh, mainly the Durant trade and the and the Irving trade? What, what, were you, what are your thoughts on those trades? Well, I'll tell you one thing: the Nets are not going to be in a heap of trouble. I mean, you trade away two of our best players, even though that the big three didn't play all all in the three years together. But this is going to be, you know, really, you know, a dark side on on our on our staff. You know, we were second in the, in the conference. Now we haven't won a game since the trade happened, even I think before the trade happened. So they're really on a crash course themselves right now. I mean, you're going to rely on Spencer Dimwit to help you? Come on. You trade away your best players. Well, Kyrie never wanted to be there. Kyrie, of course, was a major headache, you know, for us with his off-the-court antics and whatnot. So he was, you know, he was going to be out. But when he traded away Durant, um, that, I think, was the dagger. Yeah, well, problem is Durant went there to play with Kyrie and, and Harden. Yeah. And, you know, obviously Harden's been gone, and now, you know, Kyrie's gone. Um, you know, I mean, kind of didn't have a choice, unfortunately. Kind of holding on to, uh-huh. holding on to Durant. He would have played. He would have played out the season. But then, yeah. you know, then he would have been gone anyway. So at least now, at least you know, you get you get some form. I mean, if you can call that what you got yeah. something, you get a little something for him. But, but exactly what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, uh, hey, you got you, you know you, your organization had what three years has it been since the original two and a half three years yeah two and a half three years so you know you had some time to try to make the big three work but. I've said it my entire life. Super teams generally just don't work. I don't care what sport it is, other than other than the Olympics, super teams just don't work. Just don't work. So much for the term super team. Not much. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds good. All right, my friend. As always, thanks for your call. You want to plug your show? Yes. The Enhanced Sports Show Saturdays, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Number to call is 512-543-4662. The NFL season may be over, but the show is not. And, of course, we have the other football leagues coming up because we have the XFL, which starts this week, and we'll also do the USFL when it starts up in April. So we cover everything all year round. And, of course, we're talking about spring training because that starts this week with pitchers and catchers reporting, uh, I think, by Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. So we'll cover that. Uh, what's left of the NBA trades because the um, reservers are in and whatnot. So we have we have a lot to cover this week, as we do every week on the Enhanced Sports Show, Saturday at four. If you got time, please call in. I got them available this week for sure. All right, sounds good. I will try every week. I say it. One of these weeks, I'm gonna shock you and call in. Okay, thanks. All right, thanks for calling. Thank you. Yep. All right. All right. Enhanced sports show. At least, at least, at least this week he didn't. He didn't say don't swear. Maybe you heard me last week. <laughs> Maybe you heard me when I said. Grown man, I, <laughs> grown man, I got grown kids, man. Shoot, I know not to. Swear. I swear on my show. Don't go on your show and swear. Um. All right. Of course. Of course not. <laughs> anyway. Um. So. <laughs> That holding call that's so controversial. Oh, boy, with how are you doing? I will start with Jay this time on that holding call at the end of the game that, you know, as a result of that call, certainly, um, you know, that, that, that was pretty much the end of the game. Okay, let's just, let's just call it like it is. That was the end. Now, obviously a lot of things happened before we got to that play, but – that call pretty much ended the game. 
Um, and there's a lot of people. Uh, Dan Orlovsky was adamant today that he understands that it was a hold, but his his position was you had established a let them play mentality throughout the entire game, and you wait until near the end of the game, games on the line, to then call a hold. You had not called one holding penalty the entire game. So why then? That was his point. And many people, their counter was, well, you know, you don't – so so they were screwing up all game, and so they're supposed to keep screwing up. <laughs> they missed the other call. Like, that's not how, that's not how refereeing works. If you see the call, you make the call, period. So I'm curious what you guys think on that holding call. Do you think that's a bunch of bull, or do you support the call? And uh, Train, what are your thoughts? I'm still annoyed by this being a topic. Shit, the car right call was late. Damn, we now now we now we crucifying the refs for actually making the right call. <laughs> oh, I would hate to be a referee. Damn, man, right. what do you want them to do, man? I mean. We know they're going to make bad calls be crucifying. They miss calls be crucifying. He makes the right calls, and we want to hang him up saying he ended the game. Tell Brad whatever the Bradbury, whatever the play better be. Learn how to cover a receiver. Without grabbing his nuts there. You've been grabbing them all game long. They finally caught the hand in the cookie jar. Or what I heard. Long time, homie. What I heard is – some coaches teach their DBs that if you have on white sleeves and the opposing yeah. team has on white jerseys, you don't wear black yep. gloves. You wear white gloves. Details mm-hmm. matter. Jay yep. said it earlier. Yep. Experience yep. matters. And yep. damn right, he had on black gloves. And yep. You're moving fast know. out there. Yeah, and we, we don't know if it would have made a difference. But there's a reason why so many coaches have guys dressed in a certain way. There's a reason. Just saying. Um, all right. Train says, why is this even still a topic? JB? Uh, to the words right out of my mouth, actually, because I'm about tired of hearing it. Really, it, it, did, it, did it seal the deal of the game? Yes. But look where it occurred. It was already deep in Eagles territory anyway. It just made the, the field goal attempt easier. I would spend more time talking about, I think it was McKinnon, him not going out of bounds, staying in bounds, is more of a topic of discussion than this whole lack thereof, whatever you want to call it. I get tired of hearing the same thing over and over again. And, and this wasn't as egregious as uh, a few years back, where I think it was the Saints and Vikings, when it should have been called pass interference, and it wasn't. That, that one folks should be upset about. This one, mm, not so much. Like Train said, shouldn't have even been in that position to begin with. It, it was Mahomes' 26-yard run that really started to set things up. Don't do that, and now we got a different topic of the discussion instead of talking about this, this call or non-call or they should have called and they shouldn't call it. Really, I'm, I'm tired of, of talking about it myself. I'm tired of hearing about it. We should be talking about Rihanna's sexy performance over this bullshit. I'm sorry, that one, um, that one I've been holding in for the longest, man. <laughs> um, Jay, you said that... You just had an enema. <laughs> you, you said that McKinnon not running out of bounds should be more of a topic. Why? Well, that's what really caused the, uh, the, the plot to keep running. If they had scored, now you're leaving, what, over probably close to oh, a wait, minute wait, wait, hold on, hold on, on the plot. Hold on. Why would that be more of a topic than the holding call, though? I know what because would have happened I think before, it's, but right. why, would that have been, why should yeah. that be more of a topic is what I'm asking because I don't understand. Because, it, well, in my opinion, I thought that was an extremely smart play that, that oh, yeah, it is tends to get play. overlooked sometimes. Um, but we've seen, oh, we've seen this happen I, before I, in other yeah. games where folks will score and not think about it. Right. Whereas this this one, he actually he understood what was at stake by scoring right, right. Well, and knew to get on. down, stay, and not all of stay, them stay, do. Stay, hold on, stay with me. But as an Eagles fan, that's not going to be more of a topic because that's a smart play. As an Eagles fan, the topic is going to be the bullshit holding call. You see what I'm saying? I agree with you. Well, that's, it's that's a smart Eagles play. Fan. He did what he he did the right thing. 
But as an Eagles fan, I had nothing you could say about that. Yeah, that's what he's supposed to do. Um, but if I'm an Eagles fan, I'm, I'm not talking about that because that's a smart play. I'm talking about my perception of the refs growing up. You see what I'm saying? Oh, I see what you're saying. But like you said, if I'm an Eagles fan, but I'm not an Eagles fan. I'm well, a fan of football. Yeah, well, that's why it's even a topic is because the Eagles fans think it's a bullshit call. So that's why it's even a topic because, you know, half of the, of the fans of the game thought that you know, all you could do is go on social media. The NFL is rigged, it's fixed, da 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 So it's a call because the Eagles fans were up and up. Now, I commend Sirianni and, and Bradbury for, you know, they, they said all the right things. He said, hey, I talked on his jersey. I was hoping they'd let it slide. They didn't. Sirianni said, hey, game doesn't come down to one play. We had a lot of opportunities before that. So, no. So, I commend them. The reason that it was all over the news was because the fan base is up in arms that, you know, it was a ripoff. So, um, okay. Damn right. the fan base. Well, and they, they, hey, the fan base is what – the fan base is what makes sports happen, so we can't damn the fan base because then we'd be damning ourselves. No, 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 no. That fan base, because they they can yeah. boo they can boo that. Him getting a doggone Walter Payton of the Year award. Yeah, man. Uh, we can be started on that. Well, that's actually where I was going next. Um, you know, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna condemn the entire fan base because I don't like it when they condemn the entire Cowboys fan base for the fools that walk around with the star and they, 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 you know, they think we're all ignorant. Um, so I'm not going to condemn the entire fan base. That said, this is the same fan base who, um, you know, threw snowballs at Santa Claus. This is the same fan base who boo or cheered when Michael Irving was laying on the ground with no feeling in his extremities and ended up from that, from that play, never played another down of football in his career. He, he was done. Um, you know, so, so this fan base as a whole does have a reputation. The, the, the Eagles stadium, at least the previous stadium was the only stadium in the NFL that had a, a detaining cell in it. So any unruly characters, they had a place to stick them. And so the game was over and no other, no other NFL cell before or since has had that, but the Eagles did. Um, but as Jay alluded to, I was very disgusted at that. And I, I, you know, I literally just got through saying, um, I, I can't hate on the Eagles organization because, you know, they're well run. They, the coach looks like he's, he's young, but he's, he's going to learn. He's going to learn a lot from, you know, what he saw this year. Players, like, they, they you know, Dallas better get on their stick. But, damn, you know, dude gets man of the year. I mean, do people even understand? They call it the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Like, this is not about football. This is about a pro athlete that has dedicated his off-the-field time to doing great things in, in many communities, including – uh, uh, many of his own personal resources, and you boo him because he plays for Dallas, and you're an Eagle. You're with the Eagles. And I had a guy on my Facebook today who's like, "No, we we should all boo this guy." Is just being being a being a jerk. Um, I wish K Star was on because he's a guy I know through Madden, but he was just being a hater. And um, you know, I, I said that you know I'm like, why would you even come on my wall and post? You know, I'm going to delete the post, bro. Like, <laughs> pretty stupid. You're going to come on here talking about Go and delete it. And, then, you know, that's what I did. But, um, but I don't know. I mean, Train, you're, you're not a Cowboy fan, but you're a football fan. Did you have any kind uh-huh. of reaction for the booing? Uh, actually, man, um, I really didn't catch that part because uh, brother was still trying to get booed together for all the folks that showed up trying to lay out the little smorgasbord. So I actually missed it, um, okay. the actual scene itself. I, really, I, I, didn't even, I didn't even catch it. Okay. Well, you get a chance. I'm curious what you think because literally Andrew Wentworth, as the man who won it last year, just introduced Dak as this year's man of the year. Dak didn't speak or anything. And I don't know if he was supposed to speak, and they just said, 
don't even bother because they're booing you too loud or what. He didn't speak, but um, but the, the, it was resounding boos when he was announced as the Man of the Year award. And um, I just thought it was just sick, sickening, honestly. Well, so. I mean, my thoughts, even, even without seeing it, I mean, my thoughts, and, and it kind of turns on something that I that I, I tend to uh, uh, say every once in a while when the opportunity presents or a situation uh, fits. Uh, these fans, as we call them, us included, sometimes what the ignorant ones sometimes forget. Now, they just forget that these are these are these are men. Yes, they get paid to play football, but there are other things that they do, and some are very passionate about Bellway of letting us know that hey, the player that you love to root for on Sunday, man, not only you know, he's playing his playing his tail off at his position. He's actually going out and doing this. So you get a you get a whole you get a whole full picture. And the and the fact that people are just stupid enough to to boo at something like that without just really seeing it's a, it's an individual making an impact on the community. It, and like you say, it is sick. It's dumb. And, it's just, and, and, and for everybody that's moved, they're all dumb. You're dummies. All of you. Yeah. You're a bunch of dumbass. You know, that's and, and when, when we talk about Mahomes and Hurts and we talk about quality of them and, and leadership and all that, Dak is in that same discussion with them two guys. He may not be as a football player, but every other category. And, and if you watch NFL honors – where they did kind of his bio before they, you know, they announced him getting the award and then they did his bio and then he went to his speech. They showed his mom who passed away and, you know, her impact on his life. He talked about his brother who committed suicide just three years ago. And before that, they had a chunky soup commercial together, him and his two brothers. And, you know, his, his, one of his older brothers committed suicide three years ago. And he created a campaign off of that called ask for help. You know, like, I mean, like I can, you know, and I don't want to, I don't want to get in too deep into this, but I have a brother on the show right here. You know, I've spent an entire career doing nonprofit stuff and volunteering and being involved in that world. And if my brother, something had happened to my brother, I don't know that I have the energy to then turn that into something. Like I can't even imagine right. dealing with that pain and then flipping it around and creating something to benefit people. Like, I can't even imagine that, right? And, and this is what I do. Like, I've done it professionally for years. But when it hits you that closely, I can't even imagine. And that's what he did. And you boo yeah. him? You boo him? Like, anyway. Jay, did you and, want to add anything? I do. I, I really do. And, and you actually – hit it on the head before you got really into the, the, the nuts and bolts of it. This is not about what you do on the football field. It's about what you're doing off the field. The, the NFL is a brotherhood, but it's also a community too. So when you have a, a, a person that wins this award, never mind what they do on the field, never mind the catches that they make or the passes they throw or the tackles, right? that's not what this is about. It's about what you're doing off the field to enhance the lives of others, to make a positive change in this world through your contacts, through the NFL community. That's what this award is truly about. So if it was an Eagles fan, if, if Jalen Hurts won the award or Lane Johnson won the award, I'd stand, my hand, stand up and clap because this is not about fandom. This is about a difference that you're making in the world today, and that's to be commended. So when, when you got folks that boo, because of the team that they that he plays for, and and bypassing the accomplishments off the field, that that's a problem, and that that's what kind of got underneath my skin. Because it's not about what you're doing on the field; it's about the impact that you're making. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, and you know, it it leads me to a quick comment that I hope K Star hears. Uh, we play back, and, and I'm I'm going to be a little bit serious. 
you know, we try to have fun on the show. You know, we try to have a good time and we rib each other. And, you know, I, I rib you guys. Y'all rib me back, you know. Um, you know, and, 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 and I think it's, it's all in fun. And hopefully, you know, we've never – I mean, it's been a few times we've gotten heated, but we always come back and squash it. Be like, hey, we brothers, you know what I mean? Um, and I, I, I'm not understanding if we do a football show together – and we've done this show for years, and we've gotten a bond of four men all passionate about the game of football, supporting three teams, and even to the point where we kind of quietly support each other's team, right? You know, we kind of like, hey, you know, shoot, if I can't get there, I hope you get there, right? I mean, we've created that kind of, at least I thought we had. And then I see this post, and I'm going to read it. It says, it's a picture of Dak. And it says, I feel the pressure under more scrutiny, and what and what what do I do? Act more stupidly. And then it's got, I guess it was Kanye West had a song playing of all people, can't tell me nothing. And he posted it. He posted the meme. And then when I texted him earlier today, he said, I thought it was funny. Now, okay, but you you do a show with someone you called your brother, with two guys that you call your brothers that are big cowboy fans. And then you, you post that garbage, and then you don't say anything because you thought it was funny. Like, wh- why? Now, so should, am I, should I now question the brotherhood? Should I now question the legitimacy of the bond that I thought we built doing this show for a number of years because you thought it was okay to make that stupid post? Like, I don't get it. And then, and then it's not like you said anything. Hey, guys, I made this post. I thought it was kind of funny. You may want to check it out. No. You know, and, and listen, we're not on ESPN. We're not on Fox Sports. We're not on Sirius XM radio, right? We do a, a small podcast. I pay a few dollars a month for the, for the privilege of using a blog talk radio format. This, this podcast has been running for 14 years. Next month will be 14 years, started in 2009. Now we're in 2023. K-Star has been a co-host a number of different times on this show. My belief is, and Martin Luther King is the one who said this better than anybody, if you're going to do anything, do it right and be the best you can be. But I believe. Be the best at it that you can be. So, hey, I may never be on ESPN. I may never be on Fox Sports. I may never sit across a desk from any of you guys on, on TV and do a debate show. That may never happen. But we do the Madden voice. And I think we bring a certain level of quality to, to this field that a lot of the other shows miss. You know why I know that? Because every once in a while, I catch a quote on one of the shows that I know came from us because somebody's out there listening. Somebody slipped up and, and heard our show or intentionally listened. I don't know. But it, it happens, it's happened too many times to be a coincidence. So all I'm saying, K-Star, is if we're not your brothers, then just come out and let us know. If we are, which I believe we are, then bruh. First thing is, man, don't be, don't post any of that crap. Okay, let's keep it 100. Okay, and secondly, man, we here to, we here to, we here to try to do this thing. So let's do this thing, man. And that's all I got to say. I'm done with that. Moving on. Um. So there was a lot. Uh, let's talk about the halftime show first. Um, I don't know why Rihanna gets a lot of hate. Train, you you talk, you mentioned it. What, what you know? I, 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 bro, I'm trying to understand why she's getting all this hate. Bro, it was one of the best halftime shows that I personally enjoyed in a long time, and partly because I knew every single song, and maybe that makes me a big fan. But I don't know. I just realized I was like, damn. She had a lot of hits. I ain't seen her perform in so long. I forgot about her. And it was, it was really nice. I enjoyed every bit of it. There's one red spot in the middle of all that white. Man. <laughs> Dude, I, hey, I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't see how people can. I'm like, why, why are you, why are you, why are you hurting? I mean, they on suspended platforms. You know what I'm saying? All of a sudden, you thought it was uh, a few dudes dressed in the white hooded in there. There's a whole other group came along, and then then they all disappeared at one time. Like, wait a minute, where, where did they go? 
I think I was too focused on her, maybe. I don't know. But, hey, I'm on track. Anyway, I, 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 I really enjoyed it. I, I, I don't understand what, what people, you know, I don't know where the, where the, where the hate comes from. You know, when I ask them, can you sing? Can you perform? Probably not. Right. JB, what'd you think? I thought it was very nice myself, and I'm not one that really likes to uh, watch halftime shows and performances. And um, but I decided, you know what? Let me just let me watch this, and I thought it was really good. I was impressed. I had no issues with it, no problems with it. Uh, Rihanna, bad as she want to be, ain't no doubt about that whatsoever. But performing and everything, she she did a very good job. So I. I'm, I'm with both of y'all. I don't know where the hate's coming from. Don't know why. Maybe folks just want to be up in arms about something. I don't know. I mean, from start to finish, the game itself was great. The performance that she did was great. Really shouldn't have been anybody getting all up in arms about it. But, uh, hey, what do I know? So, Rihanna didn't get paid. But that's standard practice. Let me clear up that confusion. It wasn't like she came up and said, I'm, I'm, I, y'all don't have to pay me. The NFL never pays their halftime performers. Um, they cover expenses, and then you, you generally have the opportunity to obviously get a boost in your record sales because you get to choose the songs you're going to take. Um, so, so, you know, just to kind of clear that up. Now, I am not a huge Rihanna fan. I think she's good. I think she's all right. Um, I did not know all the songs. I know a couple of them. Um, there's one song, um, Wild Thoughts. I absolutely love that song. That's like, love that song. Love that song. And I forgot she did it till she started singing it. And I'm like, oh, okay. But, <laughs> right. But me not being a huge fan, I still enjoyed the show, which is kind of where I'm coming from. Like, so I'm a middle-of-the-road Rihanna fan. I'm not a huge fan. I have no hate towards her, you know? So, and I enjoyed the show. I thought, wow, she did a good job. And she was pregnant. And she pregnant. So all you haters, you yeah. know, with a baby right. in your stomach. Okay? Right. So, I, I don't get the hate. All I can think of is, it's a person of color. I think, she, I think she's from Barbados. All I, I always yep. go back to, it's a person of color. So, they got to they find something to hate on. I don't get it, but I thought it was a great show. Well, maybe not great for me because I'm not a huge fan, but a very good show. Maybe great. I don't know. In there somewhere. Definitely not worthy of any of this crap I've read, you know. Um, so kudos to her uh, for, for, for putting on that show. Um, I should have recorded. The other thing that there was a lot of discussion about was the Black National Anthem, Lift Every Voice, being played uh, for the first time. At a Super Bowl. And all you guys got to do, and don't do it because you're just going to get mad like I got. You're just going to get mad. So don't do it. But if you go on Facebook and you go to any post, like a news post about the song being played, just read the comments. And all of the comments are negative. All of them are, there's only one national anthem. Um, why are we dividing up this country? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. It, it, it's laughable that the playing of a song that is recognized as, and I don't know. I mean, I don't know that I view it as the Black National Anthem. I think for me, for me, it's not so much the Black National Anthem as it is. It's a song to kind of recognize our contributions to, you know, this country. Give us some shine. It's Black History Month having a song being played. You call it the Black National Anthem? Okay, cool. You know? But the, the hate from people is amazing. It's amazing. Now, I do have to say one thing of negativity, though. I do. Shirley Roth, Ralph, the actress slash singer who performed the song, is actually from Waterbury, Connecticut. Jay will tell you Waterbury, Connecticut is literally two cities away from Bristol. 
So there's Bristol. Yes, sir. There's Wilcott. And there's Waterbury. So she's from a town very close to me. I didn't realize that till till today. Um, I also didn't know that she was considered a singer. I knew her as an actress. She's one of those black female actresses that you just kind of see everywhere. And you know her face, and you may or may not know her name, but you know her face. That's kind of how I know her, okay? And when she, when they had her sing, I thought it was a peculiar choice with all of the Grammy Award-winning African-Americans that they could have had sing. I, it, it didn't click that it would be her. I was kind of like, hmm, okay. And it was obviously a pre-recorded version that she lip-synced to. Now, I'm going to be honest. Her lip-syncing skills need improvement. Okay? She was not very good at lip-syncing that song. I'm going to be even more brutally honest. I don't really think it was very well done. I didn't like it. I'm happy it got played. I have nothing against her. I just didn't think it was. I've heard that song done. I've heard, you know, the local 18-year-old girl who sings in her church choir come and sing that song at different events and kill it. I didn't think she did a good job at all. And I wish they had gotten somebody. If you're going to have somebody sing on a, on that platform, and you had Rihanna, megastar Rihanna, right? If you're going to get somebody on that platform for the first time to sing that song during Black History Month, why isn't it, I don't know, why isn't it Mary J. Blige? Why isn't it, um, I don't know, I can't, I, I'm drawing a blank, but why isn't it Gladys Knight? You know, it's so many, the, the, the list is a mile long of African Americans that are uberly successful that could have sang that song and killed it. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan. <laughs> Shaka Khan. Like, <laughs> like, there's so many. And, and, and men, too. I mean, they had Babyface do the other Oh Beautiful with the guitar. Babyface could have sang it. Babyface could sing. They like bringing in Boys to Men. Boys to Men would have killed that song. We could go on and on and on and on and list people that we all know. I just, I don't think she did a good job. Um, that's my personal opinion. I'm sorry. I got nothing against her. I have no ax to grind, but I was disappointed, fellas. I was just like, oh, come on now. We on this national stage. We try to, you know, we breaking boundaries. We got two black quarterbacks. It's Black History Month. We got Doug Williams in the house, man. We got, man, yeah, let's go. And then I was like, oh, man. We could do better than this. But, I mean, I don't know if y'all heard it or not. Do y'all have – I mean, hey, y'all don't – you can disagree because that's what we do. But I, I, said, I, I didn't catch, I didn't catch all, all stuff happening in the beginning due to okay. <laughs> still getting right. moved together. Hey, but hey I you am, didn't miss nothing. <laughs> okay. I, I, still, I am disappointed in hearing the, the details as you explained them. I mean, honestly, just real talk, that you got to listen to that song on this this month but this event and it's his first time uh that's truly disappointing um yeah you you, sh- you should you should have been well practiced enough to sing to to, to sing it live and not well i think anything. I, I, I don't i, I think I mean, I maybe that's just, just yeah that may that i mean that that may not have been her choice um I don't know. I don't know the behind the scenes on that. But to me, if you pre-record it and it's still not very good, <laughs> you know? I mean, like, that's also bad. Right, yeah. right. Jay, did you hear it? What did you yeah. think? No, I didn't. And, and kind of like train, I don't know, I guess me and train, we just in sync today for whatever reason. But I, um, <laughs> I, I too, was getting my, my, my chicken and rib cook on. So I didn't even realize that uh, – the, the the whole thing was being um was was lip service. I, I thought it was. I didn't even realize that. Um, okay. I wasn't paying much attention because, like I said, I was in transition. But to hear that part uh, uh-huh. is, is disappointing. Okay. Yeah. And and you know, 
I, I, there were a lot of people that thought she did an amazing job. Okay. So, I mean, okay, cool. You know, um, I just, I don't think she did very good, but Hey, you know, who, who am I? Um, you know, train, I was telling my brother before we got on the air, I ordered food from gold belly. Okay. And people out there don't know who gold belly is. Look them up. They provide, um, a service to have food delivered to you fresh from special restaurants around the country for special events. It's expensive, but if you're craving a mufalada from New Orleans, you can go do that. Or ribs from Kansas City or whatever it may be, they have a whole variety of things that you can get. Um, and they send it all to you with the instructions on either how to put it together or how to make it. Um, but it's the authentic food from different cuisines around the country. And I've been following them for a number of years, but I've never ordered from them. So I finally decided to treat myself and get a seafood bucket, okay, like a seafood boil. You know, the shrimp and the lobster tails and scallops and and crab legs and potatoes and corn and clams, all that stuff, okay? Mm -hmm. And when I ordered it, it said when it comes – cook everything. It comes in a pot. You put the pot on your stove. You pour some beer or some water in. Cook it per their instructions. Season it per their instructions. They send you the seasoning too. And then they give you a cardboard, like uh, paper paper cardboard, like like um, uh, tablecloth. And you literally spread that out and then you just dump it out and you get your grub on. Okay? So okay. I was pretty excited. Because every Sunday, I, I literally do what y'all, both you guys did. Get on my grill or whatever. I'm cooking. So for once, I'm not, I wasn't going to have to cook. So I ordered it. I paid an extra $20 to get it on Saturday. So I would have it for yesterday. Damn, some bitch came today. Oh, mm-hmm. God, dang. I found out <laughs> on Saturday. Oh. Got the note on Friday. They'd been shipped. On Saturday, it had been delayed. And I guess, I guess. They were overwhelmed with orders because of Valentine's Day. So it got delayed oh. to today. So it came. I have oh. it. I have it. It's in my fridge. Um, I'm not overly impressed with it, but we'll see how it tastes when it's cooked. But it just seemed like more seafood in the picture than what I got, but that's kind of common. Um, so I ended up having wings, leftover wings that I had had from a couple of days ago. I went out and bought some steaks, and I didn't even cook them. So that was my that was my food. I didn't I didn't I didn't have the big spread that. No I've wonder had. I ain't seen no pictures from you. I I was waiting. I'm like, what's well, he at? Yeah. Yeah. Nah. Nah. That so, it. Yeah. So hey, I, I I'm not one to really talk bad about companies, but Gold Belly let me down. So I'm sharing it with the world. They let me down. So I if, hey, if I cook this food tomorrow, and it's off the chain, then I retract. Then I retract my my statement. So I cook it, and it's like, wow, this is the best food I ever had in my life. <laughs> All right. Then I retract my statement. So there you go. All right. Um, uh, yeah, we we covered everything I wanted to cover. Was there anything else? Any other comments you guys had connected to the game, connected to the Super Bowl? Mm mm. I'll hit the nail on the head. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. Then, uh, hey, let's get on out of here. I said we. I said an hour, and we're under an hour. So, uh, JB, your final thoughts. Final thoughts are real simple. Great game to watch. Um, I will piggyback on what Dr. Train said, and, and also what I was, what I'll be hoping for in the future. Two young black quarterbacks played their behinds off, and I hope we see more of this in the future. And I would like to also see black coaches, two black head coaches, and two black starting quarterbacks at the same time. Um, I, I would just love to see that just because of the fact that we have always, as as a, um, as a people, been down, looked down upon as, as being non-leaders, folks that can't lead squads, folks that don't have leadership skills. You have to be a leader to be a starting quarterback in the National Football League. You have to be a leader to be a head coach on a Super Bowl uh, team, be it the winning team or the losing team, to just be a participant. 
so I'm really hoping to see those four corners get established at the same time. Okay. Dr. Train. Final thoughts. Well, you know, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at the root for black GM and black and black quarterback called the uh, uh, wing, and we got evil flukes. <laughs> I want the Bears to be in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, no, I know, I know. I know. Had him do some 23 and me. <laughs> right, right. Oh man, look, and Joe, I think, I think, man, I enjoyed cooking good food. I was, uh, Probably a little more than I did watch the game, but I did did enjoy the game when I finally got a chance to to sit down and see what was going on. But uh, I had people over, food food was good. Everybody enjoyed that. Uh, um, good good atmosphere. Great time. Great halftime show. You know what the hell's wrong with folks? Uh, you know, and that that that's pretty much it in regards to the Super Bowl. Now, now with it behind me, all attention is turned to the offseason. This is the this is the this this is what I've been waiting on, you know what I'm saying? Teams that suck. This is what we wait for. <laughs> so I'm excited to see what Pose does with this offseason, man. We got money, we got picks, yeah, and we got Justin Fields. Let's go. Um, thank you both. Another great season. Um, the NFL has turned into a year-round league. Um, we will be taking a, a, a little bit of a break. Uh, it will not be weekly shows. Uh, I may do some solo shows to vent about the Cowboys because I can. Um, but, you know, probably I don't know what the next, whether it's uh, the draft or trade deadline or free agency, but whenever – any of that stuff happens, we'll come back. But in the meantime, we're going to take a little bit of a break. Um, you know, it's Black History Month. I'll say this. I agree with everything y'all said. I, I agree with Jay um, wanting, you know, two black coaches, two black quarterbacks all at the same time. I'm going to take it one step further. I would love, and probably won't happen in my lifetime, but I would love for it to get to the point where we don't have to notice where it's just the way it is. And there are black coaches being hired and there are black, you know, uh, quarterbacks everywhere. And no one's, no one's the wiser because that's just the, the, the culture of this, of this country and of this sport. You know, I would love to get to that point. Um, and like I said, it is unlikely to happen in my lifetime. Um, you guys are a little younger, maybe in your lifetime or K-Star's lifetime, but um, that's my hope. But in the meantime, We'll take what we can get. So another great season, another great year. We are left with a lot of hope moving forward for our teams. All three of us are hopeful. Um, you know, Train's got a new quarterback and some new things going on in, in Chicago. So I know he's excited. K-Star's got a new quarterback and a great coach. So I know he's excited. And, hey, you know, we weren't that far off. <laughs> you know, we really weren't. And, and Quinn is coming back and going to make some changes. So um, we'll see what happens. But in the meantime, everybody enjoy your Valentine's Day. The Madden Voice will be back before you know it. Create some havoc and talk some football. And like I say, come hear us. Because when you listen to the Madden Voice, you're going to hear it unlike any other place. Something like that I've been saying. I got to write this down so I can say the same thing every week. But y'all know what I'm trying to say. All right. We'll be back soon. (laughs) Shut up, Jay. We'll be back soon. (laughs) Good night, everybody.